Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Many Lands campaign. Uh, we're in a different slot today uh, uh, for usual because of uh, certain scheduling uh, issues, but more on that in a moment. Let's bring in the guys. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to tonight's stream. Hello. Um, so I'm just going to get rid of a couple of the names there because we don't have a Martyr and we don't currently have a James tonight, but we do, of course, have, as you can see, uh, Marshall, Bart and Dan are all with us. Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome. So uh, before we kick things off tonight, a couple of uh, shameless plugs for you. Shameless plug. So first of all, um, you may have noticed we didn't have our stream on Thursday uh, last week. As I said, we had a bit of a, a scheduling thing because I was up in Sheffield for, for reasons that were not made clear to me until on the day. Um, so we had to, you know, abort, but all good, back now. And uh, as a kind of as a knock-on effect, as a, a byproduct of going up to Sheffield, I ended up um, uh, meeting uh, Matt, an old friend from his school days, who is also, um, it runs uh, Incredible Scenes uh, Twitch channel. Um, and Incredible Scenes are a group of... Uh, of uh, gamers uh, who uh, meet up on Sundays and uh, sometimes I think Fridays as well um, playing some games including Gary's Mod and they invited me to join their team uh, which I have uh, uh, accepted uh, when I'm available to just you know come and hang out with them and play some games and have some laughs and so on Sunday some of you the more eagle-eyed of you will have noticed that we uh, were in fact playing uh, on uh, on incredible scenes on sunday uh so i will put more details up about um the channel like a link to it from our uh, channel to theirs once i've got the art off of them because they've got some very nice uh logos and things so i'd like to put that on our channel as well um your support be very much appreciated if if you're into things like gary's mod and valheim and that kind of thing uh then go check them out and uh, i you may well see me playing uh, alongside them there as well which uh, could be good fun yes so anyway that's uh one shameless plug, plug. Uh, second shameless plug today is of course um that we will not be having a stream next week um in our usual slot of thursday because we are on holiday by we i mean i and i'm giving the other guy i'm giving the rest of you break as well um next week so the next session of the many lands campaign will be in uh, approximately three weeks time however however in two weeks time and i will keep you updated about this on our social media and stuff i will um jump on with a campaign diary with the the story so far in the many lands campaign to update you on what happened since session 70 as we're now into session 76 so i think it's a, a good we normally do it in groups of five so i'll just do up until the last session which of course i'll give you the recap on in just a second but i think uh, the many lands recap uh, i think we're long overdue on so i'll do that when i'm back from holiday in two weeks time now um that's all of the shameless plugs from me uh as for the rest of you have anything you want to uh, drop in now's your chance all good all right okay no. well without any further ado then let's jump in with tonight's session of the many lands campaigns here on slice and dice
And we are back. So last time in the Many Lands campaign, you guys, um, after much uh, debate and putting forward your um, evidence as to why um, our heroes were not in fact spies from Burekrin, uh the king of uh, Rachir, uh, King Zandak, ruled that uh, the group must face the trial of the seven deaths in order to prove their innocence, a kind of uh, trial by combat, if you like, uh, with hoping that the gods would be on their side. Uh, now, uh, the guys made some prelim preliminary um, investigation into what the uh, Seven Deaths could be, and they found out ahead of time that it could, in fact, be a Hydra. And thanks to uh, Leobrin's diplomatic skills, really proving his worth to the party in more ways than one, actually, uh, in the last couple of sessions, um, got uh, secured some items from the king to assist the party in their uh, trial, uh, on the proviso that the party will in turn help the king with his investigation of what he, um, as he wants to find out, uh, for he believes there is a plot to remove him from power, uh, this same plot that ended up with his uh, wife, the queen, and uh, his son, the prince and heir, uh, being poisoned and assassinated. So uh, he's so there's a kind of a, a quid pro quo, if you like, between uh, uh, Leo and the king. Uh, and so that's why the items were lent to you. Anyway, with all of that groundwork in place, you all finally were led the next morning on that first light to the pit, which is around the centre of Herthir. And you can see it on the map actually on my right, although I'm pointing with my left hand, but yes. Um, uh, so you guys were led there. It's kind of a big Colosseum type job with a big hole in the middle and a lift taking you down. Um, which you all tentatively stood on board uh, with all of your items with you aside from, as Seth noted, the bone dagger was missing. That was not returned to you, unlike the rest of the items. The bone dagger, of course, being an important item, as you know. Uh, you were then lowered into the pit and uh, as soon as you were down there, you faced uh, the first foe that you were warned about. You were warned not to tarry in the caverns before uh, the main trial, for there are shadows there of past combatants that haunt that area, and they were sapping the life and strength from a lot of the party. In fact, it looked very touch and go for Brina, who doesn't have a lot of wiggle room when it comes to strength anyway, um, but she got uh, zap zapped a couple of times. I think her strength is now on three currently, which isn't great. Anyway, uh, you managed to get through that, face the Hydra, and um, although it was some challenge in its lair with legendary actions and all the rest of it, you managed to overcome the threat um, with Brina using the scroll that she was given um, from the king as the fi on the final head to kill the creature it died in front of you and uh, a door opened up on the other side some of you uh, at the behest of seth picked up some hydra heads with uh, a hydra head each and a left uh, outside uh, through through the door sorry and there was a very long ramp out of uh, the cavern leading up into um as you can tell from when you went through the city before this would appear to be the gold sector the gold district uh, of her here. It's a very affluent district, but one less affluent looking uh, fellow was waiting for you at the top of the ramp, who revealed himself as Balthazar Bolt, the leader, uh, the commander, should I say, of uh, the enforcers, which are Rachir's secret police. And he uh, has revealed that he has a job for you. And that's where we pick things up. So, to recap, he said, <laughs> so he goes before you, breast, bronze breastplate below his uh, black trench coat. And so, as, uh, I, my name is Balthazar Bolt, commander of the enforces. I have a job for you. But first, 
I think you're gonna be, uh, there's gonna be some kind of ceremony in your honor. Please meet me at the Palace Gardens when you are free, of course. Starts to back away. As you, you can all hear footsteps approaching, it sounds like metal on metal marching. I feel like we're all just staring at him as he retreats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, like, you are at least literally like. Sort of like looking at each other like, did you just see the did me? That just happened, right? And he's just kind of like backs up and goes back to his position kind of against the wall, like just leaning again as he was before. Best spy ever. Best spy Actually, ever. hang on, second best. Second best spy, Gant Bron. Gant Bron, thank you. Gant yeah, Bron was the, the best spy master who immediately revealed he was a spy master, yes. Anyway. I think, like, in universe, maybe this is real good work and we just live in a world where, like, <laughs> it's, it's not actually that hard to convince people of things. What's interesting <laughs> is that nobody really seems to be paying much mind to him, like some of the uh, the other citizens as they wander about their business. It, although he seems like to have a presence in front of you, it seems like that's not been noticed by the general, um, just the general background of... Uh, of the district. Rickon has an immediate brainwave, pulls out a little notepad and writes down uh, glasses with nose and moustache attachment will make billions. And then puts the note away. I mean, Leo's pretty Groucho, much already got Groucho that with Mark, that mask, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, Groucho Mark's uh, escape glasses are going to blow this whole market wide open. I mean, you mm. might be onto something there. Um, so you hear the... Uh, uh, yes, you hear this uh, clank, clank, clank of uh of several footsteps approaching you um it gets louder and louder and within moments you can see there is a platoon of guards in their splendid bronze armor marching towards you uh they start to kind of fan out and surround surround you lot and at their head you recognize captain auburn captain of the royal guards uh the he, big, the, he, he, he's the big stocky chap, kind of speaks broken. But common. not the one who took the bone dagger. Uh, yes, he is the one who uh, was he last is. seen can... with the bone dagger. Yes. Is it by any chance visible about his person? You right can now? make a perception check. I can certainly attempt to make a perception check. That is a natural one. Oh wow! Starting off strong today, folks. What an outstanding opening to a session. Plus, <laughs> plus like 15? Plus 15, no? <laughs> well, A plus 3, okay. and B, it's a natural one anyway. Well, so with 4, um, you uh, you look at uh, you look at him and you think, he's not as he's not that big, that, that armor's got plenty of gaps in it, he could stow a dagger in. Yeah, yeah, you're fairly convinced he's got it on him. Cool, okay, I clock him. Uh, from now on, Brucon knows where he is at all times, or at least until he has a drink. Uh, Captain Auburn um, stops, uh, kind of puffs out his chest, and you can see um, his normal stern expression is still there, but you can see a, a glint in his eye of admiration almost uh, for the group, and he uh, bows towards, uh, towards you just curtly. You must come with us. You are to be received by King. Uh, yep, that makes sense. I, everyone, yes, good. Maris yep. looks a are bit we... pissed off about this, but she's she'll, she'll nod along. Do we need to hand over all of our equipment again, or have we proved our worth? 
You only need to give back weapons when we enter palace. Okay. But we do need to hand them over. Gotcha. Done. Uh, speaking of, um, I believe we got not enough weapons when you handed over everything. Mm. I had a, a dagger. There was a dagger that uh, my friend sneezed. Could you make a persuasion check, please, Leo? Uh, fucking top. Um. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. How's a twenty-four do? Very nice. Um, he looks he looks a bit uncomfortable, a little bit sheepish, which again for such a large uh, brute of a dragonborn, um, is it's almost comical actually. Um, and, and yeah, he just kind of uh, uh, shrugs and and looks at you and says, "You must speak to King Baltis." Oh, okay. It was not misplaced. It was uh, intentionally misplaced. Mm, cannot confirm or deny. Can I? Can I get an insight check on this guy? <laughs> like, yes. What is his? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's I mean, his shtick? What's his? What's his deal? Brooklyn's gonna have a punted an insight check. Sure, as yeah. Well. You can both in, insight things, of course. That's you can. a. That is a better roll. It's not a massively better roll, but now it's a 10. Okay, and Malar? Uh, 22. 22. Malar? Um, okay, so Brucon, uh, again, uh, following that natural one as well, you're like, mm, I'm not sure about this guy. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Malar, you're, uh, uh, you can see this, despite his uh, commanding presence, this guy just follows orders, really, and, it, you know, especially when they come from the king uh it would it would seem he's he's not gonna he doesn't want to get involved in this too much um he was he probably wouldn't have admitted anything to leo had leo not been so charismatic and just generally nice to him about it okay uh, so, so um to, to, to palace we go to the palace we go duh Oh, yes. and he stamps his uh, halberd down in the uh, <laughs> in the sand, and uh, the other dragonborn smartly kind of uh, move to attention, turn smartly, and start marching with you guys kind of in the in the middle of the throng, and start making your way uh, out of the gold district. And you can see you're heading back towards the palace now. As you go through the streets, you go past the pits, which you can see is clearing out, and you can see there are many there's there's just the stragglers now it seems the main bulk of the crowd and there were a lot of people here originally um have already left um but uh there are still a few stragglers who are making their way out and they all seem to be heading in the direction of the palace as well in fact you see a few small dragonborn children um kind of look over and they start pointing at the the group of guards um Mala, you don't have comprehend languages up at the moment, so the only person who'd understand what people what they're saying is Neris, who really doesn't react to what they're saying. But you know, and see the the adult ones were like, and they shepherd them away. Again, still heading in the direction of the of the palace. Anyway, uh, as you continue through, um, you have the bronze district on your left. You can see that the uh, puff of industry, the smoke that normally comes up from there, is. Um, has abated. It's uh, it's pretty 
quiet there and there's not much air pollution around there at this time. Uh, and then on your right is the black sector, which uh, you noted before, the black district is full of tents. Uh, it looks like a military militarized camp, uh, a couple of forts in there as well. And again, that seems to be relatively quiet. Uh, there's a few um, guards um, of the um, of the uh, of the Dragonborn guards who are standing there and just kind of nod as you uh, go past. They're not; they seem to be on duty. And you carry on through the uh, the postern gate uh, towards the palace. Um, now, as you get through the gate, uh, and you can now see the uh, the road leading up to the palace itself, uh, to the uh, to the sorry to the um, to the keep, you can see now that there are uh, the road is packed full of folk. Uh, many of them, it seems, uh, from the uh, from the pit from earlier, from the excited crowd, and they all um, you can hear you, you see many of them turn around. You can hear the excitement in the crowd. You may not be able to speak draconic, but you can understand there is a general buzz in the air of, of excitement and uh, many uh, people are, are trying to move forward towards your group but the guards kind of take up positions they start kind of harrying um, the crowd away from them start trying to carve out a path not with bloodshed just 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 you know <laughs> forcefully moving people aside you know there's it's it's not full-scale war right, uh, right now um, try and move the crowd out of the way and uh, following a few uh, very loud and aggressive orders barked in Traconic by Captain Auburn the crowd starts to disperse leaving the path ahead of you clear going up to the palace you continue up and as you reach the, uh, the keep gate uh, the portcullis is down um, when you guys arrive but uh, a few guards behind there nod start start uh, reeling it up uh, operating the uh, the wheel to, to lift it and uh, within you can see there are a very a much smaller and uh, distinct group of individuals some of which you recognize from your hearing with the king uh, some time ago uh, well in fact it was only yesterday actually it wasn't that that long ago um including uh, you would recognize um caladan lambold uh, the guy who owns caladan's casino the head of house lambold and now the guy who owes you a lot of money. Uh, anyway, um, how are he looking? <laughs> he, he's still—he's annoyingly happy and jovial and confident and you know bombastic. Mm. Still, despite the fact that you know you've just well potentially bankrupted him. Um, I mean, there's been there must have been a bunch of people who betted against us. Mm. He's probably fine. This is this is the thing. It could could well be the case. Um, Anyway, in the centre of this group, on a raised uh, dais that seems to have been put there, like <laughs> seems like a, a temporary kind of uh, little raised platform has been put in there, um, is uh, a temporary wooden throne with the king sitting upon it. And standing alongside it uh, is uh, the advisor, um, and on his other side uh, is the robed um, dragonborn with the, the kind of the big hood obscuring their features and the, the large staff in one hand um, the king just raises his hand signalling for the guards to stop they bow and part way leaving you guys in front of uh, the king the advisor uh, takes a step forward and uh, nods to you all you all have uh, proved yourselves you are innocent of the crimes 
that you are accused of. Now our gracious king would like to address the city if you would accompany him to do so. Sounds nope. reasonable. Relays are we meant to be approving of the message that the king is saying? Is that what we're... You don't... I think we're just a prop. You don't know. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> can I engage him ever so briefly in conversation and just say, yeah, sure. oh, now, uh, would it be uh, all right if I were to uh, cast a spell upon my being such that I could partake of any dialogue that is to happen here? Would that be acceptable at this time? Good point. Permission is granted for non-offensive spell. Oh, I, uh, thank you very much. This is not and a great will... thing to notice, but uh, a Bart is surprised that the effect is uh, that uh, possibly you can fine-tune it that much. Anyway. Uh, well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to cast tongues, that's all. No, I know, but the the and it's the the ability to just kind of go. No, that, the anti magic field doesn't apply to you. Well, remember, you're not actually in the palace currently. You're you're in the keep, but you're not inside the palace walls. Ah. So maybe there yeah, could be something more, there. So if we start casting, the they'll stab us rather than if we start right. casting. Misunderstanding on my part. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. No worries. No worries. It's good to good to clear things up. But but it's besides, you you guys would be learning this as this happens anyway, um, because Mallow would cast tongues successfully on himself and he'd be like oh what well, do we do? i thought things didn't work i thought there was an anti-magic field here but yeah there we go all right so you do so um some of the guards look a little bit apprehensive before you start casting the spell but it happens and seem fine and i turn and yeah. I, I just say oh steady there fellas um I assume it sounds draconic to them or, or, yep. or whatever but yeah, yeah they understand they understand um and you, you you recognize one of them from the uh, uh, the guards who were outside your quarters uh, the previous evening. Um, seems to have a, a gnomish kind of necklace uh, on and just kind of jibes one of the others and goes, See, I told you they were fine. There's nothing to worry about. Uh, anyway, the king, uh, you see a small smirk appear on the, the king's features as he raises himself up out of his throne uh, and... Uh, takes a step down off the wooden platform and starts heading straight towards you guys. Uh, as he goes past, he stops uh, regarding Malar and Neris and uh, says, It is good to be able to speak in my mother tongue and for you to understand. It is ple um, I am pleased to make your acquaintance. I'll, I'll act as translator for anybody else that needs this. I'll sort of say to Brucon and Leo, I'll just... Mala will be uh, interpreter. There yeah, that sounds good. Hmm. Perfect. I mean, would it be better if two of us could talk, or... Would... Yeah, we'll leave it. Yep, you've got it. <laughs> yes. Happy for you to join in. <laughs> uh, he then uh, kind of s signals for... Uh, Seth, actually, who's in front of him, just to, to move to one side so that he can he can go through. And Seth's. <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, could you just so, uh, excuse me? Uh, uh, no, just, just do it. 
Right, okay. Moves to one side. Brina kind of like grabs him by by the hand as well, like, come on, Seth, this way. <laughs> Move him out the way. And then uh, the path is clear. The king takes a few steps forward uh, so that he's just under the portcullis. Oh, just, just, just behind the portcullis, even though it's raised at this point. And raises a hand up to the crowd, who were all chattering excitedly. All goes quiet as he raises his hand. In fact, I'm going to stop the music because that's how quiet it gets. <laughs> uh, so, Mala, you can translate this, um, of, of course. So it's the king speaking directly out. People of Herthir, before you stand six who were accused of being Burakrin spies. They faced the trial, the seven deaths, and they passed. Therefore, they are both innocent of their crimes, and I am now pleased to give them the title of Pit Champions. And that roar goes up from the crowd. I would be honored if our new champions would stay in my palace as my guests. There is to be much uh, celebration in the city this evening in their honor. I believe there is a celebration taking place in many places, including in uh, my esteemed friend, Caladan Lambold in his casino this evening. If you wish to celebrate our champions, then you should go there. Other places are available. Go in peace. And there, people cheer again and uh, some start leaving. Others seem to be quite excited. Looking up at you guys, they seem to be wanting to they they want it, it they want to get close to you but they equally are fearful of doing so because of the amount of guards here that appear would stop them if they were to try and approach you but they nevertheless uh are uh, are in the crowd there's a couple even throwing like flowers and uh bits of parchment just just your way it, it, it's interesting Rukon's deploying the classic monarch wave the the, the <laughs> swivel just just looking out and just going yes yes that's that's right we did it Seth's also feeling quite smug with himself. It's like, finally, getting the recognition we deserve. Ha! Leo's definitely on the second band camp rather than the first. <laughs> um. uh, so anyway, after the announcement, the King, uh, turns, turns back to the rest of you uh, and nods and goes, you may go in peace and go on about your business. As I said, you can stay here in the palace as my guests and perhaps we will talk more in the future. And gives kind of a knowing look to Leo, to Neris, to Brucon, to Malar, to Brina, and then to Seth. That's a lot of winks. That's a lot of... <laughs> did, did the rest of us know about 
the agreement that Leo struck up with the king. I believe he mentioned Leo mentioned something to you guys yeah. back in your quarters. He mentioned about session. us getting a bit of a leg up through the, the with the yes. items. Mm. Right, okay. I did. I did mention the thing. Uh, so yeah, uh, the king uh, then melts back into uh, his kind of entourage of, of guards his and starts nose. making his way towards the palace. <laughs> um, it's all a trick. I even ooze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he was a gibbering mouth of the whole time. Uh, so there's uh, um, there are still um, some of these dignitaries and nobles left over, uh, some of which, um, as I said, one you would recognise being... Um, Caladan Lambold, but uh, flat, alongside Caladan this time, you would also recognise Drez, the uh, the Wyvern Rider, is also uh, in in company with him. And you see, there's a there's a bit of a resemblance actually between Caladan and uh, Drez. Uh, Drez obviously a lot younger uh, and uh, mu muscly, but he's not as broad. He's not he's not kind of he's not got the paunch that uh, Caladan's got, but he's uh, you know seems like a strapping lad by comparison. Anyway, um, so there's a f yeah a few of them uh, still gathered round talking amongst themselves. One, however, uh, does approach uh, does approach you uh, without sort of beating uh, uh, making much uh, not not too bothered about it. Sorry, I'm trying to get my words out. Um, uh, this one, uh, she has um, it's a female uh, dragonborn uh, with a long flowing uh, garment in kind of um, brown and bronze uh, kind of inlaid gems along uh, along her kind of sash uh, as she approaches you and she uh, bows respectfully to you because uh, we have not been introduced uh, my name is uh, Furel Ragthrog I am the head of clan Ragthrog and also uh, I, w I oversee the bronze district of uh, Herthier I'm also welfare head of the state you are champions. It can is I an just... honor to meet you. So, Jack, can I briefly get a, a spelling check on this person's name? You can, sure. Um, yeah, so it's complicated dragonborn names right here. Uh, so, Pharrell is uh, F U R R E L E. And a Ragthrock, Rag, R A G, Throck, T H R O K. Okay, great. Um, Champions, perhaps there is some way that uh, you would be able to help the poor of of Herthier. Perhaps we can work together with this. I mean, right now we are the poor of Herthier, um, uh, but come back to us. We're hoping the, hoping that's going to change uh, shortly. Um, I, I'm certainly uh, uh, game. Um, I don't know if do people need acupressure, uh, meditation stuff. I don't know. I've fairly limited areas of expertise. Uh, Malar here might be uh, might, might be a bit more useful. Yeah, Malar Malar is he he. But I'm happy he, to help. You know. Yeah, he gets what she's talking about. He's 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 very much on board. He's uh, this is not his first rodeo in terms of uh, uh, altruism, is it? So uh, yes. Mm. Um. Yeah, Brucon's Brucon's enthusiastic about the idea of altruism, but still kind of learning the ropes of the practice. Um, but he's 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 nothing if not keen. It has been a long time since uh, since Rachir has had heroes that to boast about. Perhaps now we have six more. Anyway, 
perhaps I shall see you uh, in the future, perhaps tonight uh, during the celebrations or else uh, however long that you are here in the city. It would be good to, uh, to perhaps uh, talk further. You can, of course, uh, meet me uh, in the Bronze District at the, uh, the Blacksmiths. Or Bronze Smiths, should I say. <laughs> We are going to be running around this place like blue-ass flyers, aren't we? Yeah. Meeting all these people. Well, maybe, well, if you would like to, <laughs> certainly could be an option. All right. Anyway, then she uh, nods and kind of melts into the throng. So, what do you guys want to do? Because um, you've got it's sort of around. It's not even midday yet, so you've got most of the day ahead of you. Um, some celebrations will be kicking it's off like early, it. but mostly in the evening. Is this like a drinks reception right now, or? It seems to be. Yes, there are uh, there are occasional right. kobolds with uh, trays of uh, flutes. Right, Brucon swings flutes. into action, mind sweeping like crazy, seeking out any uh, volivant or canapé that are on offer, okay. sampling the delights of this exciting new uh, right, culture Brucon. that he's been introduced to. Excellent, Brucon. Can you make an investigation check, please? Let's see what you can find. <laughs> Well, let's see. <laughs> Can we? We'll find out. Oh, okay. It's. I mean, it's, this is a flat dice roll, right? Brucon's got no bonus of any kind oh, of okay. investigation. However, the dice gods were relatively kind, and I got a fourteen. Fourteen. All right. You uh, you d you do excellently at Minesweeper. You've managed to find not only uh, a couple of champagne flutes that have not yet been claimed, uh, but you also uh, find some uh, some various um delicacies of uh in volivant form of uh and sampling richiri cuisine which for the most part you you haven't experienced a lot of uh richiri cuisine even the stuff that you were served uh in the palace seemed uh, far more it could have been from any culture it could have you know easily been from burecrin rather than richiri it just didn't have that authentic flavor to it but here you find equivalent of sort of pickled scotch bonnet peppers um there's a they've got a they are into pickling and spice are the two things that you get a lot from from their uh, food um i need you to make I like a... these people i don't know what brincon thinks about them but i bart i'm a fan uh, <laughs> me too <laughs> um spicy spicy drinks and spicy food yes yes i mean the, the constitution needs to be good you need to make a constitution check please yeah yeah it's cold yeah sure it's like a is coleslaw and or yogurt uh, a, a big part of the diet in these parts? <laughs> um, dairy based stuff. You, there seems to be some dairy around. It seems to be more of a, a, a palate cleanser to offset the horrific amount of spice they eat. Alright, okay. Uh, uh, that's not a great constitution roll, that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> So you're like mind sweeping away, like oh lovely, oh and then after like after your third pickled pepper, suddenly you're like oh no, and you immediately have to find the nearest restroom. I mean, I, th I feel like this also is an experience that Brucon has had before, but yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, you have you have just enough time left on your boots of speed for today that you can whiz off to the toilet before anything bad happens. Excellent. I knew they were um, um, the, the, by far and away the best thing, uh, the best <laughs> item Brucon has acquired. Um, to to uh, not to uh, harsh the um, the fun and games and frolics and so on. Um, as he's doing that, I feel like Brucon would like also try and you know it's a good excuse to kind of um, look around and see 
Um, you know, I, I mean, going around the room more than rushing to the lavvy, although you never know. Um, yeah, but no. um, yeah, Brucon's going to kind of try and scope out the place and see if there's any other um, interesting and or shady looking people um, uh, that are worth keeping an eye on. Anyone he recognises from the, the, the inn the night before uh, or other new faces that kind of stand out as being this is someone to watch out for and or seek out. You certainly can. Uh, in fact, I think all of you um, probably, unless there were other things specifically you want to do at this time, could also afford to have a look around uh, if you want to make perception checks. Um, unless, there, As I said, unless there's anything specifically you wanted to do at this point. Oh, no, that's copped. Oh, thank God. I'll, I'll, uh, Malor is doing something slightly different, but we can deal with it after these oh, dice okay. rolls. Yep, Much no better. First roll was cocked. Um, it came very close to being a 20... Um, but then got cocked uh, on its way to being a two. Uh, however, rolling it properly and landing flat uh, came out with a 21 perception. 21. All right. Uh, so with a 21, um, it's a bit of a blur with your boots of speed when you go to the toilet, but on your way back, you can saunter a bit more uh, and you can hear the boots are fizzling because they're out of juice for today. Um, but you uh, you can yeah see a bit more. There's a, a couple of figures that uh, stand out in particular. Um, there's one who's in, a cr incredibly tall uh, dragonborn with this long, white, flowing. Um, it seems like a it's like, it's like a very long, oversized shirt, and then like again, white silk flares that go all the way down to the floor, um, mm -hmm. and they kind of have um, they have this uh, a very very straight white hair as well that kind of obscures their facial features for the most part apart from their dragonborn kind of snout that uh, pokes out of it um yeah fairly uh, looking like some sort of fashionista type and equally um uh they have a um they have one uh lizard a green uh, lizard that seems to be perched on their shoulder and kind of scuttles around from down their arm occasionally the many jeweled arm and things uh, it seems to be somebody of importance for sure given their again their entourage around them servants and, and the like around them but uh, they don't seem to be um, engaging too much in conversation they seem to be more just st striking a pose and looking around in addition you also um, note um, because you bump into them uh, the um, the dragonborn Balthazar Bolt who you spoke to not too long ago and it's ah I uh, didn't get the pleasure of your name, sir. Going from scribe mode to role-playing mode. Um, oh, uh, d d yeah, no, of course. Uh, well, I'm um, uh, Brucon uh, Reed. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance, um, sir. Uh, as as to you, Brucon Reed. Uh, pleasure, as I said. Um, we can talk more later and then uh he's in in immediately kind of interrupted looks up from you sorry just what? after having the runs and being several sheets to the yard arm and being the least subtle person within you know a couple of hundred miles by the inclination brucon is still a better spy than the head of the clandestine <laughs> services <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh awesome hi pavel just he says i'm just gonna say hi before hey. i head to sleep good to see you Thanks for thank hey, you. Bye, Bye, um, All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, and he looks up uh, as uh, you hear another voice. Oh, hello, Balthazar. And you see him roll his. You can feel him roll his eyes here. 
Damn it. Hello, Macklin. And you see uh, approaching uh, female dragonborn in full bronze plate armor, striding forward, uh, not armed. They, they've got, they have got a, a sword you know, in their scabbard uh, to one side, but uh, not currently armed. And uh, seems to have some uh, a tabard over their um, their bronze armor. Uh, Brukon Re, may I introduce General Macklin Funch? General of the Royal Guard of the uh, Royal Guard. I I almost don't want to, but let's have the spelling. <laughs> Macklin. It's almost more fun to just imagine it for myself. But go ahead. Macklin Funch. <laughs> Macklin M A C K L I N. And then Funch is F U N C H. Nice. Is that a. Is, no, never mind. We'll come back to it. Yes, anyway. awesome. yes it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Excellent. Carry on. So, how's that uh, arrest record looking, Balthazar? Doing well, is it? My job is not about the number of arrests, Macklin. It's about getting the job done. I'm meant to be subtle in my work, but I am the public face of the Enforcers. My agents, my detectives, are doing all that they can. How about your royal guards? Been roughing up any uh, locals lately, or maybe you've been funching the numbers? You always were. Please, dear God, tell me you didn't come up with a character name just so you could make that guy. I know, I know nope. exactly where this character name has come from. I know exactly where this character name is. Okay. It's not that. It's just a happy extra bonus. Yes, I, uh, yes. I mean, it did occur to me earlier. I was like, ah, oh, yes, there needs to be some sort I, of I, joke here. I just like that the joke works in another language. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good point. Uh, always were the comedian, weren't you, Balthazar? Well, if you don't mind, I have work to do. Somebody has to police this city, don't they? She saunters off. Yeah, she's a whole other problem, Mr. Ree. I will speak about her another time. Goddamn punks. Anyway, um, we shall meet another time. Uh, I'll see you in the garden, perhaps. And he heads off. Uh, so sorry. Um, after that interlude, Malar, what are you up to? I have I have certainly scooped up at least. Um, uh, oh God, who's our little gnome friend? Brina. Angelique. Brina. Brina, Brina, thank you. Uh, Brina and Malar are going to find a, a, a relatively quiet corner and just try and figure out what effects they're under because they've both taken a significant hit to their strength. Mm -hmm. uh, and their health. So uh, Malar is just, uh, just sort of trying to intuit what this this effect of, of weakness is on on both of them. Okay. Um, do you want to make a medicine check? Uh, I'd say you're kind of analysing. I do. Brina At this stage, since your test subject. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. Um, with the seventeen, you you can definitely see that Brina's looking weak. She's looking pale. It looks like, you know, her life force has been kind of sapped from her. In some ways, it kind of reminds you of that haunting image of when long ago when you guys were below 
the uh, Flaming Jack's Bar and Grill, and there were the um, the Dark Mantles or the Flesh Brollies, as they were otherwise known, uh, doing a mischief on your party. And uh, uh, you may recall Neris being pretty much well died actually at one point there, and, and <laughs> she, she was in a similar. Neris being pretty well dead. Pretty well dead. He was dead. Um, yeah. uh, so there's some how, how low is how low is Brina on hit points? Her hit points are fine, actually. She's on 25 out of 32. The problem is her strength is now decreased from 6 to 3. Oh, but well, I can't. I'm not, I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. Um, offhand, well, I? I would say with the 17 medicine check, um, so you can you recognize the physical symptoms, but you also can intuit from what happened before that, um, this, that the effect seems to have come from those... Uh, those ghosts those shadows so with that ro- so yeah you can now make an arcana check to see if you can f- work out because it was obviously some sort of magical effect from these creatures to see how you'd be able to fix it 10 10 is enough because you passed the first check so um yeah the, as far as you can tell your best uh putting your best dr malar uh cap on she probably needs some bed rest she needs a bit of rest and then she should feel better and I hastily check the monster manual to see how long it actually takes to recover from this stuff um okay so we'll, we'll, we'll just be quietly sitting in the corner just I guess instigating a uh, a short rest while having a look around from our bottom. oh it's a short rest actually it's a short rest which uh, she will recover on oh. uh, you strength. all will recover on sorry you'll all recover your strength on a short rest on a completion of a I don't think I, I don't think Brucon lost any strength. No, I, I think you managed to avoid them. Breeze through the, yeah. Uh, as I think did uh, Seth and yeah, I think the rest of you took it. Uh, but I mean, if I guess if a short rest is another. He's a bit low on hit points. You never know. We might get jumped. Uh, Brucon will burn a couple of hit dice. But yeah, she's like looking up well, at Malar with these these big eyes that are kind of kind of sunken into her head a bit and uh, looking a bit tearful. And she's like, I don't feel so good, Malar. Oh, now, miss, just you, uh, take it easy. I'm sure this is just a little bit of light fatigue. Um, you just rest easy. You'll be right as rain. I mean, I'll just sit here and read for a bit. Um, hopefully I'll feel better. Let me, let me keep you company there, miss. Okay. She seems quite pleased about that. You kind of, are you going to sit down with her? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Man, I was going to just, just watch patterns of people moving around see if there's if, if he can sort of catch any little weird quirky little interactions or people acting shifty he'll make a mental note but he's he's sat down you definitely see brucon talking with balthazar uh, and uh, and then the other dragonborn approaching and leaving so you can note that that would make sense but there is something incredibly adorable about the image of this of tiny little Brina sitting cross-legged on the floor and Malar the huge Loxodon also sitting cross-legged on the floor just like trying to feel better that's really cute I love it yeah. um, if, there's, if there was a photographer around they'd have a really tough time getting them both in focus in the same shot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's big Winnie the Pooh and uh, Piglet vibes I'm, I'm thinking right here anyway uh Leo Brim, what, what they you both want? the same size, just in different <laughs> just perspective. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Leo, what are you up to? Uh, joining in on the, the the lovely snack times um, and some delicious foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, recovering, resting. Uh, 
Yeah. I guess just waiting for the opportunity to there to, to find out when we are re-meeting the king. Um well, the king has um, gone into the palace now, so he's no longer in the mm. courtyard with the rest of you. Oh, yeah, no, no. I, I, but he, with his nudge, nudge, wink, wink, I will oh, talk I see. to you all later. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got you. Um, also, you, you, you presumably would be would at some point clock Brucon standing next to uh, Balthazar Bolt while he trades verbal spars with um, Funch. <laughs> Macklin we Funch. Go, I guess we will talk to the secret agent. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yes. Um, you, c- you could if you can find him. <laughs> he's there. He's right trench there. <laughs> he's got a newspaper with two eye holes cut out. <laughs> I feel like as as the as the kind of clash between Bolt and Funch uh, goes on, Brucon like. He's kind of like watching and kind of like, and you know, kind of like going, ooh, when they get when one of them gets a good one in, and then just kind of gradually like goes and like just just very unobtrusively goes away and grabs like a stool or a chair or something and just sets it up and just kind of like sits there watching more, more like in a more restrained fashion, sipping a drink, um, and just kind of uh, you know, watching the show basically. Yes, uh, you, d- you do that, um, and then uh, when Funch leaves, uh, Bolts uh, turns to you. Oh, where'd that chair come from? And then, um, yeah, apologizes to you about. Uh, about uh, so, sorry, you had to see that. Um, we've uh, we got a lot of history. It's uh, not something I'd like to go into, but um, perhaps we can reconvene at a more private location later on. Gone, uh, kind of looks at him for a moment and then chooses to just skate past it um, uh, and then goes um, okay I mean I thought that's what we were doing right now there's uh, many ears in this area but um, the garden inside oh right okay you are a spy fair enough uh, I wasn't <laughs> certain um, sure uh, well I, I imagine we'll be staying here at the palace you know we've been offered uh, uh, pleasant you know we've been offered rooms they were uh, certainly uh pleasant enough for my liking so um you're you're most welcome to come and uh, and find me in uh, in my chambers i'm afraid you've made one big mistake punk i may be an agent but i am not an operative i am not a secret agent i am the public face of the enforcers my visibility is part of my position but yes perhaps oh, we see. could oh i see okay uh, certainly. All right. Well, uh, well. Shall I come? Shall I come and visit you then? Well, do you have an office? Yes, I do. All right. Well, I'll come and find you in your office then. Yes, uh, the office is, uh, in fact, uh, in the. Um, you'll find it in the, the edge of the gold sector, by the, uh, the Ducklands Gate. All right then. Uh, it's a building so with. It, it is a building, uh, the old style, with a blue door. Good day to you. Ali, please. Sorry, I was just taking notes. Yeah, um, no problem. Cool. Uh, 
I guess, but yeah, Brucon just goes and reconvenes, you know, regroups with the others, having, you know, he's. he's... Uh, no, actually, um, he's the the. You mentioned the there was the the uh, very oh the tall stylish arty yeah silk white um, arty type yes yeah uh, I feel like Brucon would so he he wants to make his way back to rejoin the rest of the group, um, but on the way he'll take a little detour and find someone who is well you know he's looking for someone a sort of high society type um you know someone not in you know in less militarily yes. sort of functional garb you know he wants someone mm. that's more of a kind of courtier type yeah yeah um and he he'll not like part of their entourage but not you know but reasonably close by so, somebody who knows the movers of, and shakers kind of yeah thing. yeah yeah exactly and he wants to sort of um I was going to say sidle, but I don't think Brucon knows how to sidle. He will walk <laughs> straight up to this person, um, stick his hand out and up, um, and say, uh, "Hello there, I'm Brucon Ree. Nice to meet you. Who are you?" Uh, this uh, is a uh, a female dragonborn um, with. Uh, you can see below these long flowing robes a rather uh, slender frame, and she holds out. Um, a claw, um, uh, which you can see has uh, uh, has many green scales uh, along it, takes you by the hand, um, rather than shaking the hand, just more like as if as if you know you were to to kiss the hand, kind of kind of thing. Um, charmed. My name is Raim Imbextel. I'm the leader of Clan Imbextel, the Green District. A pleasure. You come seeking information, I see. Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, I was, I, as you can see, so bearing in mind, Brucon um, is wearing, still wearing his waistcoat of gleaming. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, Brucon um, sort of gestures to to the garb and goes, "As you can see, I'm uh, I'm a fellow who who likes a uh, um, a well put together outfit, and uh, I have to say, I was very struck by the uh, the style of." Uh, that individual over yonder way, and Brucon gestures to the the dragonborn in white. Um, tell me, uh, I'm a stranger in these lands. Uh, apologies for not knowing uh, knowing the right people, but um, although obviously I've found the right one here, um, could you tell me a little about that uh, individual? I'm, I'm curious to know who uh, who is in charge of their wardrobe. There are many things I could tell you about that individual. That is Dudra Denish. They are head of the of Clan Denish, also the rulers of the white, uh, the silver sector of uh, the silver district, sometimes known as the white district. Uh, you would know about the dragon gods and the dragonborn that were descended from them. Yes. Sure. Yes, uh, I thought you would. Uh, so, uh, Dudra is uh, uh, a frivolous type, you might say. Their most recent project has been about uh, a cruise liner. It is a vessel that is a pleasure uh, vessel to roam the Green Lake, I believe. They have a voyage departing in a few days. There are only a few esteemed guests invited on board. Perhaps... uh, Perhaps uh, the six of you may receive invitations as the newest celebrities in the city. That Green Lake, sorry, Jack. 
Yes. Which you'll see on the map of um, of, of the many lands. Yeah. It's um, above Loranthus. Uh, Brucon um, sort of nods at this and goes, hmm, fascinating. Uh, I see uh, th this uh, uh, Lady Denish is uh, a person to know. Um, and, uh, and they so use you... the they, them pronouns, not lady. Ah, I see. okay. Well, uh, for, thank you for informing me. That will make a mental note. For one um, is for and knowledge is power. Yes, uh, I have been often been told that. Um, wonderful. Um, and what about yourself? Uh, what, so you're you're an uh, what uh, an information broker of sorts? Uh, would, yes. Would that be your? Uh... Yes, in fact, uh, both Dudra and myself are on the Dragon Council, as is. Caladan Lambold, the king, of course, his uh, his brother-in-law, uh, who you have yet to meet, Bidrekt Orextun, uh, and uh, and uh, I believe you spoke to Thurel earlier as well. She is also on the council. I am the information head. Dudra is the culture head, as you can tell. The arty type has been given the arty position on the council. Oh, I must say, I'm very impressed uh, that um, culture's considered such a uh, an important and prominent uh, part of uh, Richeria society. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, we, we, not I... in all districts, but yes, it has its place. Got it good. Well, um, I, but a brief moment, I have forgotten um, the the first name of um, uh, Lady in Bixdale, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, it was Raim, which is R A I A M. R-A-I-A-N Thank you um, So Brucon says uh, Well, um, uh, may I call you Rhyme? Of course Well, Rhyme, uh, it's been an absolute uh, delight to meet you and uh, I hope we shall meet again soon And you as well, um, Mr. Brucon Ree That is your name, isn't it? it certainly is you're very wow. You're very good at this. You're extremely well informed. Well, uh, some of you speak rather loudly, and it's true. I have good. Uh, ideas. Can I a quick insight check? Because of course, Brucon Re is not Brucon's name, so yes. Brucon would like to do an insight check to yes. see if there's an you know a certain knowingness. You know, is was how, how sarcastic. Yeah, I got you. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Let's see how we do. Was it? I know your name, or I know your name, Re. Exactly. Oh. Uh, and that is a dirty 20 on that inside check. Oh, she knows more than she's letting on. Yeah. It, she's got that superior kind of knowing look, um, similar to the guys in the Salisen in last night that, you, uh, um, that Malar and right, uh, Neris yeah. spoke to. There's, there's, there's this. Who, there's, there's, there seems to be a conceit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with a dirty 20, yeah, you can get, you get that from, from them. Cool. Grand. Okay, well, Brucon has clocked uh, Rhyme Imbixdale in, in and uh, Dudra Denish, and I think that all. I think that's um, uh, he would consider that a job well done. So yeah, yeah he'll um, he'll he'll uh, nod again to Rhyme and then um, go and rejoin the rest of the party. The, Excellent. The, the adventuring party, not the cocktail. Yes, party. yes, no, but both really. Um... Well, this is a classroom party. <laughs> so uh, Leo's been sampling the delicacies. Leo, would you like to make a constitution check, please? Yes, uh, and I remembered I my brain put the two things separately, which was one, 
I wanted Leo to be eating things, but I didn't remember why I wanted to be Leo to be eating ah. things. And it's because uh, we'll do some minor uh, shameless plugs. Not for and again, once again for me, it's just for dice. It's always dice, for dice. Yes. I got some more of I got some more of the edible dice. Ooh. Um, these are rhubarbarian and custard. Oh, nice. So we just. What's the company that make these edible dice calls? That's what we, the company we can are Honey, Bad Honey Badger Games. Honey Badger Games. Amazing. Um, I love absolutely everything about these guys, and I wish uh, to subscribe. Shameless plug! Yeah. The, the, the edible dice toy stuff, which is it all stuck together, uh, is called Food Porn, Born Like the Peace. <laughs> oh, uh, so food, there's a yes. little rhubarbarian Very good. Um, D4. Yeah, tasty. <laughs> um, Tasty. Right. While I eat this, I'm taking a constitution check, right? Yes. You please, cruel, cruel please don't, man. Please don't regurgitate the, bar, the rude barbarian. Mm. S save or doesn't matter. <laughs> no, 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 just a check. Just a check. Uh, that is a 14 minus 1, 13. 13, okay. So unlike Brucon, you don't need to immediately dash to the toilet, but you do... Uh, which Victory! Is, yeah, you beat the dwarf on a constitution check. That's That's... <laughs> An elf Power over bowels. Yes, um, you do recognise the spice, but you can handle the spice a bit uh, a bit better. This time it seems you know you mm. obviously had quite a lot of milk this morning, just lined the old Fancy stomach cuisine. There. Fancy cuisine. I know Fancy. food of different cultures. Lots of flavour, um, but it, it seems that um, I, I guess being that you, um, Leobrin, have you know used to to uh, ingratiating yourself in high society, would recognise mm. that. Um, that from uh, uh, the samples Connections here, to, to uh, Dragonborn culture. Yeah, oh, you 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 are aware of Dragonborn culture, of course, um, as as a neighbours uh, the Dragonborn Kingdom's culture, and uh, yeah, they they are fans of bold flavours. Uh, um, the sort of the punchier, the better. So things like cinnamon, spice, you know, things that really they're they're all over that. Um, as opposed to Burikin, which is rather bland by comparison. Uh, however, it does mean that, that it can be a bit marmitey, I would say, um, uh, with cheery cuisine. But uh, there we are. But uh, Burikin boiled potatoes with boiled carrots. Exactly. They're, they're very meat and potatoes in Burikin. So much cabbage. So much cabbage. So much cabbage. Oh, it's spicy. It's so good. Mm. Like, oh, they put pepper on mm. this? Where's this from? Isk? Uh, that's, that's kind of the Burikin <laughs> attitude. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. So... Guys, you can have a short rest um, while uh, you know finishing off the parties. Unless there's other stuff you want to be getting on with, but you're very you safely can have a short rest here. Comfortably have a short rest, and those of you who lost strength can get it back, which would be nice. Is it all the strength comes back on a short rest? Uh, I believe so. I'll just double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. For the shadows. That sounds right because we were looking at the stat block the other Plus, day. Plus, they're only like I, yeah. they're I only didn't look like at that bit. I challenge rating a half or something like that. So they, you know, they can't mm. be too ferocious. Um, wow. Yeah, the reduction lasts until the target finishes a short or long rest. Yeah. Ah, lovely. Yay! Yes. Everyone's fine again. Chill. Have some snacks. Rest. Recover health. Good times. All the good things. So Sabrina's uh, after that short rest is looking a bit healthier. She seems to get some colour back into her cheeks, particularly after she eats uh, one of these Scotch bonnet peppers. Oh my! Ah! I'm okay. Um, are you sure? Yep. Fine. Oh. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. I'm 
believe at some point uh have we wait have we already mm, chatted brucon we already chatted to you about what you just chatted with or is that gonna happen i guess this could happen during feel, the short so rest like it, it was slightly ambiguous but mm. um yeah i guess when brucon rejoins the group and and you know we get into short resting in earnest brucon mm. would um you know as as quietly as he is physically capable of um you know let uh, let them know that he's uh, you know a bit of the kind of political information that he's been able to glean uh, brino also gets okay. out the alchemy jug and starts dispensing milk um from it oh yeah yes <sighs> feeling a lot better Excellent. after that not mayonnaise milk no you? milk this time <laughs> Forgot that it dispenses mayonnaise. Yeah, liquids <laughs> and mayonnaise. <laughs> oh man, harking back to a joke Marshall made a short while ago, but not cool ranch. Not cool ranch dressing, <laughs> no. <laughs> cool ranch dressing, something to uh, something to research for the future. But, um, cool. Anyway, yeah, that's that. Uh, the Brucon uh, updating the others. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm good. What's mm. the plan then, chaps? What are you thinking? Should we, should we try and claim our money from the um, incredibly smug person? Yes. Or should we go follow another quest, wherever it may lead? I'm fairly confident that Seth's position is money, 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 <laughs> and Brucon, while not quite so aggressive, Brucon, uh, I would would also definitely be in favour of going for a shakedown. Yeah, Seth's like, is this is this actually a discussion we're going to have? Surely, no, we're going to get the money, obviously. <laughs> I, I just wanted to... You seemed a bit distant uh, the last uh, hour or so. I just wanted to check you're still there. I'm just soaking it all in, just enjoying being the hero. It's nice. Mm. Isn't it just? Yeah. Mm. Okay, it get comes used with the, to this, It I comes think. with a sort of trying not to blackmail or murder everyone you meet, but um uh, let's go let's go pressure someone for some money details details <laughs> let's go get rich oh disappointed i really hope that he doesn't pay up and i burn his casino to the ground i mean win-win i don't like that yeah. guy so excellent well let's go uh let's go have a chat with him Okay, Mawa, can I? I'm just going to stand by you. And she moves away from Neris. <laughs> Over to you. Okay. Um... Oh, Miss, let me help you out there and I'll pick her up and put her on my shoulder. Okay, so I think we all put money down. So if my calculations are correct, because I did maths earlier, if it's <laughs> and, she, and also Brina has intelligence 20, so she's going to be good at maths. That, that's, just, that's just go figure. Um, so if I remember rightly, I put down 200 gold pieces, so I should get 10,000 gold pieces at 50 to 1 odds. And... <laughs> We're going to bankrupt this guy. Mama, how much did you put uh, in? Uh, that's a really good question. I've got Mama, put in my down 100. 100? Thank you. So that's 5,000 gold I've got pieces for I've you. Got everyone's, I recorded everybody's stake. 
cool, great. So she'll go through the list basically and say, Seth, your 700 will become 35,000. Uh, Brucon, your 500 will become 25,000. Um, Leo, again, 25,000. Uh, uh, and then Neris, also 5,000 gold pieces. So we're looking at a grand total of um, 50, 60, 70, 105,000 gold pieces. That is correct. Um, they don't really take gold pieces here, though, do they? They take something else, don't they? Oh, no. I mean, we'll get that in that currency. Do you think they'll they'll tr they'll change it into their currency and do it for free? What did the contract say? I don't remember. We get fifty. The contract says we we get all our money, full stop. Okay. <laughs> no ifs or buts. All the money. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, either way, I, I I don't think we'll have to worry about money for a while. Yes, I think the best odds we'll get is if we get our money off this person, and if we need to exchange it, we do not exchange it with this person. Yeah. Because this person is some combination of crook and maniac. <laughs> and neither of those are good things. Yeah, mostly that's, that's not a good combination. With rare exceptions, says Seth. <laughs> nope, nope. Pretty much straight down the line, never a good thing. Okay. So you uh, you guys head on down to the blue sector, and you can see by the time you get there, um, it's into the afternoon now, um, and uh, the festivities have already begun at Caladan's. Torches are lit. Uh, there are various dancing lights that are being displayed by a couple of street performing wizards outside. Lots of different colours. Some kids and music uh, playing. As, as, well. as they go past, Brucon says, Speaking of wizards, um, it might be worth thinking about um, what happens if uh, things go a little south in there. And I'm particularly wondering if Mala or um, Brina have any. Um, uh, or, or Leobrin, I suppose, for that matter, but I don't believe he does, uh, but have any spells they can use that make us uh, faster, stronger? Um... Harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> Is it harder, better, <laughs> more erect? No, definitely not that. Um... <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, that was a reference. That's, a, that's an old Nevermind the Buzzcocks reference there. Right, right, um, right. Which it occurs to me, most people probably are not familiar <laughs> with these days. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so... Um, so Brucon turns to they I oh, know. Um so yeah, Brucon uh, inquires uh, we don't have to do this in character, but um, yeah. do we have any buff spells in the party that we might want to what, stick? What kind of buffing are you looking for? Buffing or debuffing? Well, uh, well buff, buffing if, uh, on us now debuffing would be held it, it's you know going into combat um, or social. I think it's either, either or both. I mean, I was thinking something like bless, maybe, or something along those lines. But I, I don't know what can... Mama's got. In the um, I've got enhance ability that I can put on one person. I do also have bless. Could you not upcast enhance ability onto multiple people? Uh, that's a good question. Let's have a, a higher level. Have a tiny we look. You might be able. To I thought you could stick ex uh, burn extra slots and have affect more than one person yeah. at a time. Yep, um, you can. How many third levels have I? I've got. I've only got one third level left, so I can throw it onto two people. Um, two people. Okay. I could. Um, well, I, I, I could. Um, 
uh, in terms of buffing us, I could turn somebody invisible, or or two people invisible, uh, or I could make one of us fly. I mean, turning someone invisible sounds extremely useful um, if we need to get the drop on them. Oh, oh, um, me, me, oh, me, oh, oh. <laughs> Zeph's like, they're like, oh, uh, oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. As long as so, you promise not to stab anyone before we say. Can I get my money first, or do you want me to turn invisible and well, then I'll get my money? Or you get my money for me? We'll get, we'll your, get your money, money. for you. Right, yeah. okay. If if they're not going to pay, that's probably when we get stabby. But we, but we will say, Seth, now, if we want you to stab. Okay. It's not exactly surprising, but sure, okay. I mean... It's still invisible. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's surprising. Being stabbed by an invisible person, I think, is surprising. <laughs> even if someone gives you half a second's warning by announcing it. Um, yeah. And then I enhanced ability, the I tell you... Yeah, yeah I know. Um, don't worry, Seth, there'll be, a, there'll be more invisible stabbings later, I promise. I am confident this is going to be a thing. Actually, out of character, I've just realised maybe not, but never mind. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, then, uh, but then enhanced ability, um, who's got the best charisma? Uh, it's well, it's Leo out of the guys who are here, but um, yeah, yeah, it probably is Leo. Actually, I think I think even I still think it's better than Leo. Neris, full yeah. stop, really. Yeah, I think it's probably Leo. Full stop. I got a plus so four. I think, yeah, plus four. I think best, enhanced yeah. ability. I think enhanced ability on Leo for charisma would be useful as well. What does that do? Advantage uh, it gives you advantage bonus. on skill checks using the, the relevant ability. Okay, cool. I believe that's right. Malara, am I I, uh, DK? Am I on the right? Yes, you are on point. Um, So, who am I? Who do you want that on? Uh, On uh, on Leo for persuasiveness uh, purposes. Just Leo. Um, we want to chat. I mean, Brucon's charisma is not terrible. I I feel like you two may be heading this one up. Sure. Yeah, I I don't mind upcasting it. Rukon's got skill uh, skill ranks in persuasion and bro. a decent charisma charisma to start with. Um, so yeah, yeah, might as well do it on Brucon as well. Okay. Um, so I guess just before we sort of head in, that's when Malar will cast it. You get it for one hour. It is concentration. Yeah. Uh, and it's charisma of uh, the two of you. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Is there- and if I remember rightly, because enhanced ability gives most abilities, and you, you you get the advantage and an extra boost. But I'm pretty sure they ran out of ideas when they got to charisma, and it just gives you the advantage. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, the physical ones give you extra stuff; the mental ones don't. Mm. Yeah, that would, I think. I mean, what Malo, you're I'll, casting it. What does it say? It's it's it, uh, yeah, Eagle Splendor. The target has advantage on charisma checks. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's still good. All right, let's go with that. All right. So, uh, yeah. so are you going to try and find sort of a corner, you know, away from the casino before approaching it to cast these spells? Uh, before before uh, the duration's like an hour, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same for no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. Yeah. We'll... We'll do that from an alcove or something, won't we? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys want to make stealth checks then, as you're trying to, yeah, keep yourself out of out of the light? 
while you're uh, uh, casting. The, you're also going to be casting well, in a stealthy fashion, so it's yeah. I'd just say a stealth check generally. So when you say you guys, one of those is Brina, right? Uh, yeah, I'll roll for Brina. Um, Brucon, Leo. Leo's got the charm thing as well, doesn't he? Or did he? Have, have I can. You, his fate I can presence do thing. one turn's worth of charm. Yes. Okay, so that's also which useful. is enough to do a check on. That's useful to have in the bag as well. Sweet. Okay. Um, what you get on your stealth, um, Mallow? Nine. Nine. Well, Brina got a natural one, so you could have done worse. Um, I mean, we can style it out if called yeah. on. I start out. We're, there's we're quite a crowd now. around the casino already, so. And we're super persuasive now, so, you know. Mm. So Brina just we like starts have... doing the incantation, waving a wand around without paying any attention to where she is. She's actually standing in the middle of the road as she, as she, as she does this. And it goes, Seth, invisible, invisibility. I mean. Seth's there, like. Before he turns invisible, you can see him like, oh god, what is this? And then pff, disappears from sight. Yeah, I don't imagine the casino has like a just a roaming network of spies just out in the streets, wandering places. See these street performing wizards, they immediately turn around to like see what's going on with, uh, and the dancing lights stop for a moment as they're looking over to Brina. There are wizards in the street. People are used to this. This is fine. And they just kind of clap respectfully and, uh, st- you know, then try and up their game a bit. Um, unfortunately, rolled a two on their performance, so they, they're <laughs> lousy at trying to improve their performance. They start doing minor illusions and nobody's really paying any attention to them. It seems you've... Uh, yep, yeah, you cast your spells successfully. They do a minor illusion of an extremely mundane object and nobody notices that it's not real. <laughs> Uh, you didn't want invisibility cast on um, Neris as well, did you? It was just on Seth, yeah. We hadn't really discussed that, to be fair. If Neris, if, if Neris is also volunteering to be invisibled, she's not. In, she's not going to volunteer. That's not her style. No. Okay. Well then, no. Okay. Cool. Uh, so the the five of you who are still visible. So you two, Brucon and Leo, have. Enhanced ability cast upon you by Malar, who's now concentrating on that. Brina's concentrating on visibility for Seth, and Neris is also there. Um, you can approach the casino, and you can see the guards standing outside as before. Kind of hold up, band, make you stop. One kind of whispers into the uh, the lead security guy's uh, ear, and uh, you see him kind of smirk and l- laugh. <laughs> uh, Galadan upstairs and steps to one side points towards the the stairs that you can see just within the open sort of um, double doorway into the casino Caladan's written in uh, painted wood across the top lovely thank you very much yeah lead on Mukduff we we on leads you in there Uh, so inside Brucon, it's like all your Christmases has come, have come at once. The casino has dragon chess tables. It has many different card tables. You recognize some of them playing such things as Blackjack, um, Beat Your Neighbor, uh, Gwen, uh, and other such uh, card games. Uh, copyright infringement, not going to happen here. Uh, and yeah. uh, and you also... Play, yeah. 
And there's and there's a corner where you can see a lot of people playing that noted card game, Tragic the Saddening. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, is what me and my mates used to call it. Um, tragic anyway, the Saddening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brook on, brook on uh, roulette tables, the all, the things. all the things. You can see many. Uh, you can see that um, chips are being used um, to. Yeah, you recognise how a casino works. There's a few of them in Burekrin that you would have been at in your frat boy days for sure. Um, yeah, all sorts and dice games as well. There's, 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 there's all different flavors here. I believe that you're proficient with some of them anyway. So, um, and there's a, this winding, it's very splendid uh, bronze um, uh, staircase leading up. Um, so it's like you know the wiry like cast iron spiral staircase, kind of that feel. But it's just skirting around the outside of the entire building and winding its way up in a very sort of elaborate fashion. Um, you're taken up there and onto the. Uh, the first floor, where you can see that there is one room at one end, which has uh, basically wall-to-wall glass windows um, from sort of mid, sort of three, from about two and a half feet upwards is just glass, uh, as along with the door, which is not made of glass. Um, so you can see inside, you can see there's an office inside that seems to be well adorned uh, with very rich um, reds and blues, royal blues. Um all sorts of soft furnishings and things in there. It's all very decadent. Um, and the guy approaches, knocks on the door. You hear a response. He opens, uh, opens the door. Gestures for you to go in. Behind uh, a large marble desk, you can see uh, Caladan leaning over uh, his paunch, just kind of being supported by the en- end of the, uh, the table. Goes, ah! The pit champions. <laughs> Come to claim your reward, have you? Your winnings. <laughs> yes, yes, winnings, absolutely winnings, and yes, that's uh, that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the plan. Yeah, pay up. Mm, excellent. Mm. Right. Well, I have the contract right here. Rolls it out. Says, "Okay, so let and it pulls out some." Uh, very yeah. fine bronze uh, glasses uh, checking it over um they they don't have the um the arms he, he just holds them in his hand and just, just looks um opera glasses yes yeah, absolutely mm. bang on for this guy yeah horrifically impractical you know because he doesn't need both hands obviously um so yes um so i have uh, uh i have of course uh, the money for each of you so uh uh, tell me, um, you wanted this in... You obviously placed the bets with your gold, but gold is not very useful here in Rachir. So did you want it... Did you want to be uh, exchanged into uh, into our uh, dragons? It is the name for our uh, currency. Well, I don't wish to speak for, for the others, but uh, it seems to me the logical approach here would be to... Uh go half and half in terms of value you mean half of it in dragons and half of it in gold mm, okay yes okay okay so you are well you should know in case you were not aware that of course to exchange uh, currency mm. there is a transaction fee um only at 20 percent of uh, of the converted value so uh, i can do this for you that is not a problem uh, or 
If you prefer, if you are feeling lucky, and I assume you are after facing seven deaths, uh, you can, of course, exchange your gold for uh, chips uh, for use at the casino. And then you could see if you could earn even more money. Oh, Jack. Jack. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I love this. I love this. You're an extremely bad man. Um, <laughs> he I is mean, a bad man. <laughs> I mean... When he puts it like that, um, Brooke, now I, what I will say, Brooke, um, he's, he's he's done this enough times and has seen enough ruin at the hands of uh, of fate that what I will say is the half that he's not taking in chip, the the, the half that he wants in gold, yeah, Brooke, Brooke will hold out to have that in actual gold, okay, um, but the but but the other half in chips. Shit, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like Brucon. It takes everything in his power um, not to put it all into chips. Just, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. That's that, that's every iota of willpower he possesses is going into <laughs> not blowing the whole damn thing. Uh, okay. As for the rest of you, uh, so if we take it in gold, we don't have to pay this conversion. Fate. That's right. Yes. I won't be able. I won't be able to spend it uh, in Richard. Hmm. Um. Are we? How long are we planning on staying in Richard? Well, that all depends on how our other conversations play out. Hmm. Um. I'm happy. Hmm? You, you feel a, You way? feel. You feel an elbow in your back, Leo, and turn and see. There's nobody there, but you can hear Seth going. Um. I'd quite like the chips. Half and half, half and half, like like Brucon said, half and half. Yeah, I just feel that's what James would want. So so half, I think half and half seems fair. If I did it all in chips, he might be a bit upset about that. But he's also supposedly getting thirty-five thousand gold pieces. So I think you know he can he can take the hit. He'll be all right. Um. Uh, oh, I guess if we're everyone seems to be getting some uh, Mala, what are you feeling? Oh well, I was probably gonna go um, uh, uh, third uh, local currency, a uh, third gold, and a uh, third. I'm I'm still low. I'm uh, still considering Mr. Neobrin. Uh, there's, there's only one was, option for the other I third. I was extremely Hala. curious to know what was going to happen with the other third there. <laughs> Keep it for uh, yourself. And then the third, I just, yeah, exactly. Well, I'll, I'll give it to the orphans would have been my, uh, would have been where I, my, my, my ironically trust. enough, my money would have gone. Give it to the Caladan House Charity. <laughs> oh, Lord. We're just helping this person dodge dodge all sorts of taxes. Um, uh, I think uh, I think I'll take my initial. I think I'll take my money in gold for now, um, and if I need to exchange it, I can exchange it later. And do you see his face drop a little bit at that? Hmm. Well, you're welcome to go to the... Uh, there's an exchange house in the Green District, if you can find it. <laughs> or you can come back here another time. That is also fine. What, what, what we, weren't we next to it last night? Uh, Entirely possible. 
Yeah, we went. Yes, we went. When we went to the inn, Nerys is like, "Yeah, the barkeep said we could go there, but uh, we didn't because we were scared." (laughs) Anyway, uh, wherever we exchange it, I can exchange this at a later date. I'd like to do the same as Leo. Twenty percent. Hands up. Exchange fee. I, I'm fairly convinced you won't find better in the city, but if you do, I'd be happy to meet whatever they quote. But as I said, oh no, I'm just, I just don't know whether I'll need to exchange it. Well, if I need to exchange it, I know where you are. Okay, well, this will be a fun evening for you then. But I suppose the drinks will be on the rest of Richier for the champions, won't they? <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, so you were um, uh, the green elf, uh, yes. Leo Bryn, yes, yes. That's me. Twenty-five thousand gold pieces. Indeed. For... And uh, he looks at Neris, the other elf. Um, Five thousand <laughs> gold pieces. Yes. The pony elf. The green elf and the other elf. What's <laughs> the classification system? <laughs> I, I, I think I it was more of a put down, when... really. Yeah, when he says that, I'm pretty confident that Neris immediately casts fireball. <laughs> mm. uh, she she does she does become uh, become a flame momentarily. Yeah, she, uh, she warms up. Eyes flicker from red to orange, and uh, and he leans in and goes, "Only joking, my pretty. Uh, the red elf." Obviously. Okay, now he's definitely <laughs> getting fireballed. The fiery red elf. I'm so oh. very tempted to say Seth now. <laughs> No. Um, And what about you, little one? Uh, It looks to Malar's shoulder, where Brina is looking at Malar because she's like, "Hmm, I like, I I like your thinking, Malar. Um, A third in gold, a third in hmm. But then, what the other third? Uh, Exactly. Yeah, I like your thinking, (laughs) Malar. <laughs> with the mystery box element to but it. But what were you thinking for the what were you thinking for the other third? Yeah, Malar, what were you thinking? <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> uh, <laughs> um uh, oh. Well now it's uh hmm. Yes. Well, if I may, uh, Ooh, I would. Uh, uh, I was probably going to take uh, two thirds in local currency and a third in in gold, and and uh, I, you know, I have my reasons for that. Uh, you're not a gambler, Mala. I don't think I am either. I don't think I'd be very good at it. Oh, there is. Uh, turns... There are people more deserving. Brucon rotates on the spot and stares in utter disbelief at Brina and goes, "Brina, have you? Have you?" You're you're a wizard. You're. <laughs> are you kidding me? You're inc- you're extremely smart. You would be. Oh my god! And like Brucon, this has genuinely rocked Brucon's world in a way that literally nothing else, including the death of Neris, um, <laughs> has ever done to before. Wow! Uh, the, wow! Like, Brina, the idea that Brina like doesn't uh, doesn't understand what an absolute powerhouse she would be at a gambling table. Has completely like <laughs> blown Brucon's mind. Due to your incredulity, could you make a persuasion check, please? Sure, because I have advantage. <laughs> oh Jesus! Neither of those rolls were good. <laughs> oh, no. 
Um, one of them was uh, so twelve was the best Brucon got plus five bonus and advantage, and the best Brucon got was a twelve. Unfortunately, it's not enough to beat Brina's passive insight. So she, yeah. uh, she, she's like, she, 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 for a moment, she kind of considers what you, what you said. Goes, well, I'd be happy to advise you, Brucon, at the table, but I don't want to risk my own um, newly acquired, um, well-gotten gains. That sounds perfect. Uh, as Brucon claps and rubs his hands together. Uh, <laughs> if I may interrupt, then. So the Loxidon and the little gnome want to do two thirds local currency and a third in gold. Yes. Yes, please. I must write this down. Two third, one third, one half, one half. Any 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 sort of remainder, just angle it towards the gold for the for the maths. Oh, great! Yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, and what about Sorry. the what about your other friend? There were six of you, wasn't there? There. Oh, were... he had said that he wanted uh, half and half. Um, yeah, Seth, Seth, his name's Seth, and, and uh, well, actually, Kosef Widak, um, and he and I are Seth um, Widak. Okay. Uh, he and I are, um, uh, are very much of uh, of one mind on on these matters. Uh, I'm confident he'd be taking the same. Uh, by the way, just a brief um, uh, in, in, time out of in character stuff. Um, it, the the half that Brucon is so the the chips offer that was in, in what was he offering that? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Is the conversion rate applied to the chips? You don't get like the twenty percent. So he he no he he there was no twenty percent transaction fee for it being chips. Ah, good. Right. Okay. Got it. So the so the chips are oh. a substitute. Uh, the chips are a sub substitute. There's an incentive. For gold. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Wait a sec. It. Wait a sec. <laughs> and then you can just turn the chips back into whatever currency you want. Yeah, and that's no not to say there might not be an exchange. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. I, that's I it. Be... That's it. Yes. You, you would avoid the transaction fee by taking the chips and then cashing out the chips. I guess. Ah. But you've already. He's already. Uh, he's already signed you off, uh, Leo. Yes. Yes. You're getting all your um, gold back. The this this twenty percent rate from my friends. That seems like a like a, a a rate you'd apply to foreigners to fleece them, doesn't it? Whereas we are heroes, foreign, foreign heroes. But no, this is the this this is the transaction rate because we don't get many uh, other currencies over here. So you know the the uh, there is not uh, many skilled enough to be able to do the transaction and the economy you know is it fluctuates i mean you, you take a pile of that money and you give us a pile of that money yes is and of course the, of course the gold is not very useful to us here so we have to find ways but with to... me taking the twenty-five thousand, it is uh and my friend it covers that makes the exchange it, a lot it covers easier. The, it covers the cost of our of our accountants and uh, so on to make the transfer. So our friends our who do take the twenty percent shouldn't need to. What? The friends who are taking the exchange rate, because we're taking such a massive amount of gold on our end, our friends who are exchanging, um, basically, we're doing you a favour um, by taking this massive amount of bureaucrat gold off your hands, <clears throat> uh, and so maybe the exchange rate should drop a little. 
Leo, um, can you can you roll a persuasion check, please? That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. No, I mean on me. Can you, <laughs> oh. can, you can you roll to persuade Brucon? <laughs> sure. Roll high. I would say that you. Uh, how do you feel about twenty? Uh, well, my passive insight is thirteen. So yeah, Brucon suddenly like Brucon turns back to Leo and goes, "I got a minute. He's talking sense here. Yeah, he's absolutely right." The um the uh you know if you if your big problem with um converting gold is that there's a limited demand for it, um then you know your the demand is right here. Um your uh so you can make a persuasion check. You would have disadvantage, so it's just going to be a, a straight roll because of your advantage. Yeah. Uh, because no, <laughs> it's great logic. It's not the, the massive exchange <laughs> there, rate problem. There is, is because there is, not there is a, a lot of people there is want... a flaw in your logic, but we'll we'll get to that. Is a bureaucrat in gold. He just wants twenty percent of that money back. Uh that is seventeen. Seventeen, right? So no. <laughs> what you got to understand here is that uh, it covers a great many things. The transaction fee, including the fact that I did not actually have the. Uh, I did not have 25 gold pieces originally, 25,000 gold pieces to give back to you, so I had to then get a hold of the gold pieces, exchanging uh, our own currency with my contacts who charge transaction fee. So it is passed on through the economies, you see. So it is all-encompassing. Um, the fee is fair, I believe, for the okay, trouble so we you're, had to you're go charge, for You're it. charging my friends because you made a bet you couldn't uh, back. I, you made the bet, my friend, and I've offered you other means of... Uh... We, we could back our bet. It was our no, money no, going we in. You know how gambling works. <laughs> what can I say? It was a very tempting offer from you and one that I could not pass up. But unfortunately, you know, I do not make the rules when it comes to accountants. I hired only the best and they have fees that need to be paid too. And that is passed on to the, to the exchangee. It is how it works. Oh well, but uh, but a very nice try, my friend. And of course, if you were to take the chips instead of uh, the instead of the local currency as a little incentive to celebrate you champions, I will waive the transaction fee for the <clears throat> for the chips. Is that the, the same? Hmm. Maybe I'll put some of my own money I'm currently carrying in as chips after this whole thing. The the point here is, and I'm just going to pull some numbers out of the air because yeah. the information is lopsided. But the point he's making is that essentially that he like, he is offering us the chance to get, let's say for the sake of argument, two hundred golds worth of chips for yeah. the equivalent of one hundred and fifty gold. Like he's he's yeah. giving us more chips than we would be able to just purchase ourselves. Yeah, because of the transaction. As, yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the incentive, and but then also, obviously, as you would know, it's chips that can only be used at the casino, and so you know there is a risk because it's gambling that you could then lose everything, which is obviously his incentive for offering that to you. You know, he's, he's yeah. a business. Guy. I'm just thinking, yeah, yeah, but I mean, just grab a bag of chips, go to the cash out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, right, that point, is yeah, a thing. The, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. Brucon, Brucon's clear on what he's after. Um, has Malar and Brina figured? Has Malar yes, and by extension two thirds local currency and a yeah, third no, gold pieces. So, 
so he tabulates and then summons in the kobolds with the ch- uh, with the chest and uh, so on, and starts dispensing uh, the gold. So Leo, you receive uh, a large sack with twenty five thousand gold pieces. Neris receives a, a much a, a considerably smaller sack with five thousand gold pieces in. Um, I'll add that to a sheet uh, afterwards. Um, Malar, you wanted a third. I'm going to get my calculator. Yes, please. <laughs> Twenty-five thousand gold just looks very funny on D and D Beyond. <laughs> it's just breaking it. Um, actually, if you do it in platinum, that will probably be simpler, right? So it'd be five. Uh, so yeah. it'd be twenty two thousand five hundred platinum or um, five hundred platinum for Neris. Yeah, that, let's do it that way. That's probably simpler. Do it in platinum, definitely. Platinum. Okay. The calculator. Malar, I think it'll be something like sixteen hundred. So he has. He starts with five hundred gold. Well, five, five. Sorry, five thousand gold. Um, and then he wants. Uh, then we divide. Uh, he wanted a third of that, so I'm going to divide it by three. Uh, so, so you yeah, get one thousand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let let let's let's say that that is uh, one thousand six hundred and sixty-seven gold pieces. Um, okay. Thank you. Uh, and then the rest you wanted converted. So five thousand minus one one six seven leaves you with 3,333 gold pieces which are then going to be converted so time and then you lose 20% for the transaction fee uh, in every week for, to slice and dice for all the maths. exciting maths action oh, love maths then you'll love D&D yeah, I, mean, I was going to say I mean it's D&D if you don't like maths what are you doing here um, or at least if you can't tolerate maths so after the 20% transaction fee it would leave you with 2,666 gold uh, 0.4 gold pieces which converted into uh, the currency uh, then reduces it down to 666 uh, bron- uh, bronze dragons uh, and uh, with 6 um, with six brass dragons remaining. I, I just want to say that I fully respect going for a one-to-one exchange rate to simplify matters. <laughs> there is enough maths happening already here. Yeah. Yes, this, is, this really out. is an advert for uh, keeping it one-to-one. To, yeah, I just wanted to uh, use the charisma bonus that had been yeah. given to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and also make uh, maths easier. So is that? Uh, so I don't know if, if on D and D Beyond it's worth like just putting a note note in somewhere uh, or put it in notes maybe about the the dragons rather than the the dragon currency because you can't. I would, I would add up. it as a fresh line in the random equipment. item. Yeah. Yeah. So in your what's it called? So you have yeah. So so Malar, you would have six hundred and sixty-six um, bronze dragons and six brass dragons, which are. Um, the equivalent of silver pieces, the brass ones. Um, okay, and that would be the same for Brina because she put in the no, she put in twice as much. Brilliant. So she'll be double both, uh, double what what Malar did. So we'll we'll figure that out later, um, probably after the session because you know fun times. Um, meanwhile, Seth and Brucon half and half. So Brucon half in gold uh, is. Um, 12,500 12,500 gold pieces or 
twelve or twelve hundred and fifty platinum pieces. There we go. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I put it in as. And then you get the other um, twelve fifty um, in chips, which uh, in local currency um, would be um, very tasty. Yum! Nom nom <laughs> nom 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 nom. Would be uh, one hundred and fifty six jade dragons, which is the equivalent of platinum. Uh, with two, uh, with twenty-five brass dragons left over, the equivalent of silver pieces. So I'm really sorry, Jack. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out where in the inventory I'm gonna. Yeah, be put it in. I, 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 I don't yeah. think D and D Beyond likes you adding whatever you like. They try to make it. Uh, I think put it if you put it in equipment, maybe under other items i think that might be a good place or or possibly in under notes there might be a good section there ah, custom item there we go custom item so uh gambling chips uh and it was how many jade dragons 156 156 jade dragons worth of gambling chips it, yeah yeah uh with um 25 brass dragons as well which are the equivalent of silver pieces. Basically, the exchange rate um, started. It, it, it changed when you go up because it was one stone yeah, dragon is two copper pieces, and then two silver pieces I'm, I'm is good. one brass dragon, and it just yeah, it goes a bit weird after that. That's fine. That's that's absolutely fine. That works. Uh, that Great. Works just fine. Uh, and then Seth's again. I will do after the stream because he's not here. Um, so yeah. let's not worry cool. about that now. Um, but yes, we point uh, is we're absolutely minted. Ner yep, Neris has got a 500 platinum. Um, she takes straight out. So two of you have chips currently to uh, Brucon and uh, Invisible Seth, although he hasn't taken his yet, obviously. Um, well, that that in fact, sorry, that would be what would come up if, um, when you said Co-Seth with X. So, oh, well, I have Seth written on the contract. Is that not his name? Is his name actually Kosef Widak, like you say? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think that that was his full name. He just goes by Seth. Like, I, I don't go running around using my full title and middle names and such. Ooh. Oh, Mr. Leobrin, you have a middle name? It's not important. Oh. It's like you don't, you don't say the you just say the king when you're talking about the king you don't Ooh, well i don't know I... to be completely honest with you i am absolutely shit-faced right now i really wouldn't worry about a, a, any of the my ability to grasp these details is completely uh cocked at the best of times i mean dotting the illegal i's and t's really i should amend the contract to change his uh to, to put his actual name in you know in case you know just to cover myself um there would of course be an admin fee for that but um i could take it out of the winnings uh, of, of his share if that is uh, if that is agreeable <laughs> what what legal ramifications could there be for his name being seth well it because if that is not his actual name, then you know it, it is. It could be claimed. Not saying he would do this, but it could be claimed that it was not given to the person named on the contract, for it's not a real person, for it's only a nickname. It's not an actual name. So, you know, I just want to cover myself. You know, I am a businessman. I want to make sure that everything is above board. Uh, perhaps I could get my accountant to look at this just to make sure it is all kushti. 
Uh, it's a I dragonborn think. term. It means uh, it is all above board. Mm. Really? <laughs> okay, that's mm. where this is going now. Okay. Mm. Um, so, so we can... okay, I, don't, I, I, I did not know that Seth had not um, put his thing down, but uh, his, his, his actual name down, but um, okay. Um, all right, uh, zooming back in. Um, Brooklyn goes, uh, okay, well, uh, all, all I'll say is if you want to try and apply an additional fee here, um, I personally cannot be held in any way responsible for any further actions that might uh, possibly uh, occur in your life. Yes. <laughs> of, all, of all the people to pressure an extra fee onto, I don't think Mr. Seth is the one you want to to do it. Yeah. Would you um, like to make Brucon an Im intimidation check, please? Sure, what, uh, I'll do how it. How many guards you have? And, uh, and Leo, Leo, you can also make an intimidation check. Um, you both can I? Can I? And you've got advantage an anyway, check? right? Yeah. Mm. Can I make an intimidation check to help Leo make an intimidation check? Um, well, no, that's, that's, that's essentially what's going to happen because you both have advantage. Because so, yeah. of your, because of the okay. spell, so you both oh, yeah, roll with advantage, yeah, yeah. and fine. I'm sure okay, the result see. will be fine because with four rolls, guys, you've got four yeah. dice. Only I one. Want of them to say out loud. Because I'm the DM. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying oh, yeah. to make stuff happen. <laughs> to be fair, so so what did Leo get? Uh, uh, twenty-five. Has a twenty-five. Do you? Twenty-five is pretty good. Okay, and, Bru and Brucon's best result was a dirty twenty. So okay, yeah. okay. So you see, he kind of looks from one to the other, and then looks around the rest of the group and realizes, ah, you just see a moment where yeah. he kind of just leans back and goes, ah. I'm trying to shake down the people who literally <laughs> just killed the unkillable immortal, the you know, the 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 our mm. ne plus ultra of scary beasts. Yes. The fail Hydra. I tell you what. I shall do this as a favor to you. I shall change it free of charge. But remember... We, we appreciate that. But remember, uh, I hold a lot of sway in this city. And if you ever... Uh, if I ever should need your services, it is understood I could call upon you, yes. You know, I scratch your back and you scratch mine, yes. You can certainly ask. Mm. You definitely... Uh hold on to the choice to not help you if we so choose ah. oh uh we would reserve the uh right to uh, engage in a contract with yourself regarding any uh Ooh. you know uh assistance that may be granted of course you know we want to make sure it's all kushti yes kushti indeed there it is again um uh, by the way, at this point, Brucon uh, has have, have the gambling chips actually been given to Brucon now? Is he? Uh, we're just about to get to that. He hasn't yet. Okay. Um, but yes, he's so he's he's uh, makes a note to change uh, Seth's name on the contract, and uh, then yeah, starts commanding his kobolds to uh, to dispense the gold, release the gold. So yes, Brucon, you get your twelve thousand. You get your twelve hundred and fifty platinum pieces in gold pieces so it's a big old sack same as leo did um uh and then yes i don't, you get your I don't know what twenty-five thousand coins gold coins weigh and i don't want to <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite it's a considerable amount it's the kind of amount that you would consider using a spell such as tensor's floating disc to uh, carry it on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah entirely what that spell was built for um yeah. it's kind of haulage um but yes um yeah, so uh, over the next few minutes, the, the gold is divvied up uh, and the chips are divvied up for Brucon 
and for uh, Seth. Seth's gold and chips bags are surreptitiously... Uh, sorry, no. No, they're not surreptitious at all. It's very obviously placed on top of the marble um, desk rather than rather than in any of your hands. And says, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, just send Seth over to my office to collect his money when he should join you. <laughs> mm. Certainly, will do. Directly. Brucon, uh, in fact, Brucon kind of like um, uh, turns around, walks over to the door, flings it open dramatically, <laughs> walks through, like kind of big, big, long, kind of long show of it, yeah. um, grabs the railing and calls out, oh, Seth! And just like, you know, kind of really leans into it, like takes a long time and hopes that Seth can join the dots and go, okay, I'll go back outside. Um, I'll because he's got regular invisibility. So if yeah. he make, like makes an attack or casts a spell, that immediately uh, dismisses the spell. Yes. So I'm hoping well, that Seth can join the dots. Well, you, so you do this. Um, can you make a performance check, please, uh, while you while you're at it? See how much of a show you make of yourself here with your gleaming <laughs> waistcoat, standing yeah, on, the right. on the bronze balcony of the casino as one of the new champions of Rachir. <laughs> oh, Seth. I love it. Yeah. That's Hello, 23. Jill. 23. Oh my god. The entire casino floor below you stops and looks up for a moment like what the fuck is going on here? Um meanwhile inside um, Sorry, yep. What, what, uh, what they do Brucon um I'm assuming they would have grabbed like at least a handful of uh, of money, let's say um No, in fact, yeah, let's let's say uh, all of the bronze uh, bronze dragons that he got all um, the chips from, in the chips yeah uh, and just goes ladies and gentlemen you're the pit champions and just starts dis- <laughs> throwing just chips them into the, the room <laughs> amazing there's, there's a scrabble as uh, some of them are just trying to grab chips you can see those down on their luck are trying to beat up others to try and grab what they can from the floor it's pandemonium down below congratulations you have caused a riot um meanwhile in the room as this is going on malar you hear whispering next to you in fact on the shoulder that um brina is you can hear brina can you drop the spell brina 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 drop the spell brina brina do it now brina 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 please Seth, you need to leave the room first, <laughs> she says very loud. You need to leave the room. You need to go where Brucon is. And then she kind of turns to Caladan, who's listening intently to this conversation. And he goes, oh, I see. <laughs> well, my friend, I'm not at all surprised you would try some kind of trick with me, but perhaps uh, you should reveal yourself before taking the money away. Yes. Prina looks very sheepish and drops the spell. And Seth reappears next to you, still like with his hands cupped for whispering. <laughs> and then and then and then he kinda of looks over and um Caladan's looking him in the eyes and Seth just is still looking at Prina and goes I think he can see me now. Yeah, everyone can see you, Seth. Hello. I'll just be taking my and winnings. Walks back in and goes. Brickon walks back in at this point and goes. Oh really? I mean, come on. 
So I didn't do the spell. She wouldn't. She wouldn't drop the spell. It's not my. It's not my fault. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just right. I'm just gonna take my. I'm gonna take my chips and, and I'm gonna go gambling. Okay. All right. Yeah. You wanna join me, Brucon? Yeah. Absolutely. Forget it. I'm going. And it just yeah. Starts heading off with his what over one shoulder the gold over the other shoulder the chips and starts heading down the stairs. I think this would be a good point to leave things for today. Um, we'll pick up with you guys gambling and then whatever else unfolds this evening in the next session, which will be as I said, it should be in three weeks time because next week would be our usual slot, but we're on holiday. So we're going to have a bit of a break. And so our next session officially will be the last day of the month, 30th of September. Alright, so we will see you then for the next session. And as I said, two weeks time, come join me for the uh the Manylands uh the Manylands recap, which will be at the same time here on the channel. If you're not following us on social media already, um please do so because that'll be first to be notified about when the next live stream will be. It's at slice and d6 on all social media platforms that we're on. So if you type that in and you find us, you see the logo, that's us. Anyway, until then. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for playing, of course. And whatever you are up to for the rest of this week, and in fact the rest of this month, stay safe and have a good one. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for choosing the Manylands campaign here on the Slice and Dice podcast. We live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash sliceand6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe.